Farley Brothers Radio. Right. We got a great guest in the house. We do got a good guest. My buddy and our my co-director and my co-writer, my uh, friend for, I don't know, 30 years. Life. It Matt. It feels like 30 years. It feels like 30 years. <laughs> Matt Berman. Hey! Hey! Hello! We got Berman in the house. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. No, thank you for making the trip. It's Now we have our studios over in Glendale. It's a little tougher to get to, but thanks for making the trip. You know, when you, when you, I don't know about you guys, but I've learned the uh, uh, sunset to Western to Los Feliz. Nice. The five. Yeah, took a, buddy. Took a right right you San Fernandino, San yeah. Bernadino, or San Fernando. San Fernando, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it wasn't sure. too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Well, I went the uh, 110, which was a mistake. I <laughs> would not do that. Uh, <laughs> I won't do that again. All right. Well, how did you guys meet? Was it Second City initially? Uh, I know how exactly how it Oh, met. yeah. We all. Yeah. People uh, always ask this, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, uh, real quickly, I was uh, getting ready to move back east to raise money for a, a script that I wrote, thinking it'd be easier to raise money on the East Coast than the West Coast because everybody was doing out here. And I used to work in casting. And right before I left, I got a call to do a job with a casting director by the name of Nan Dutton. Nan who Dutton. Who was yeah. casting a show called The Naked Truth with Tia Leone. Tia Leone. And I, she needed me for about three weeks, so I delayed my trip going back for three weeks and went in and we were doing a session and they were casting a trucker I believe <laughs> right and uh, he walked in the door oh and, you did you yeah got, I did you I was were... working the session he came uh-huh. in and we talked for about maybe 10 minutes before he yeah. went in then he came back out I said nice meeting you he said nice meeting you and then yeah. he left uh, and then when I went back east to raise the money, I called him up and I said, I got this role in this movie that I want to do. And that's kind of how it all that's right. how it started. And huh? the first movie we did was uh, Artie. Yes. It was called Artie at first. Yes. Which I thought was a cute little time. Yeah. Yes. Right. And then we shot the movie out in um, by Six Flags out there, Santa Clarita area. And all in one location, and we did it in eleven days, and it was great. Wow, but smart! Later on in the in the a um, uh, couple weeks later, he comes into my house and he goes, "I got good news and bad news." And I go, "What?" And he goes, "Well, the good news is we got distribution on the movie." I go, "Well, oh. shit, that's great, that's awesome." Yeah. He goes, "The bad news is the movie's now called Fart." <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh... and I go, "Wait, <laughs> what the fuck, Fart?" I go, I'm going to have fart the movie on my resume? <laughs> I signed up for Artie. And he goes, yeah, well, they, they want to change it to fart. I'm like, God That's damn. awesome. Well, because the, the premise of the movie was uh, the main character got a little nervous in situations, and he farted. Well, so there you go. They changed he, the he, played, he, he did not play the farter, though. He played the best friend. <laughs> I, did. I played Bear. Yeah. Johnny played the fart. Johnny played. Uh, Johnny had a role in there. I forget. He was a fraternity house guy. I think. Uh, what was Johnny' role? Yeah. What was his role? He was just kind of like he the was wacky. just one of the friends in the in the school. In the uh, yeah, he was the instigator. Instigator, oh, which yeah. wasn't difficult to write for Johnny. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, it it was fart. funny. Fart. Now it's called Fart the Movie. Fart you can see movie. it. I think it's on Amazon. Yeah. Right? No, but then uh, the company that took the movie to call it Fart the Movie they went they they went out of business. And uh, it's funny. I get a, I get a call one night. It's this company in Arizona. I get a call one night because I, I had gone down there, and the guy goes, so there's about 1,000 uh, DVDs of Fart the Movie down there, and the company's going out of business, and they're liquidating them, and they're selling them to this company for like 50 cents a DVD. He's like, if you want to get them, you better come down right now. I literally got in my car, drove seven hours to Tempe, Arizona, pulled up to the back, and grabbed about 500 of them and drove off. I was like, you are not taking those DVDs. 
and and the and the thing is, one night, one day, I was actually uh, uh, I was watching a thing about the, the Wounded Warrior Project, and they were talking about stuff. And so I packaged up about 150 of them, and I sent them over to Walter Reed. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah just yeah. because I, what was I going to do with them? So I sent them, and then about six months later, I get a letter saying I was a great patriot for doing sending Bart the movie <laughs> to the Wounded Warriors. Making there's them nothing laugh. like a guy that's trapped in a hospital <laughs> bed, <laughs> and he's forced. He's like. What are the movies, nurse? Well, we've got Fart the Movie. Yeah, put that one in. Yeah, yeah, there's that. a guy, he's just laid out, he's right. not even moving, and then they put the movie on, and it's like, oh, there's a chuckle. He, <laughs> he laughed a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> oh, well, boy. thank you for doing your part for humanity thank in you. America. Yeah. And freedom. We really Fart the Movie, people. <laughs> Go watch it. It's a still old. It's an older, but a oldie, but a goodie. Yeah, and then yeah. most recently, you guys collaborated on Hollywood and Wine. Uh, well, then after right? that, we did last. The next one we did, I think, was Hollywood and Wine. Hollywood and Wine. So we just get that out of the way. It's out right now. It just came yeah. out. I think it's on uh, Amazon. It's on Netflix. It's uh, uh, no, not, not on Netflix, but it's on uh, iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. All and right. So you can get it on iTunes. Yeah. Um, and this. Movie has an epic story to it. I mean, well, all movies are difficult to make. I just, this has got it. This one broke my back and yours. Literally, fucking incredible, epic journey to yeah. make that movie. Because it started out, if you had to go way back, it started out, it probably took 10 years to make that film. Yeah, it took me, yeah, it took a long time. It took about 10 years to make the film. Now, when you see the film, you're like, hmm, I could have made that in two seconds. <laughs> but, uh, it started out, <laughs> but we made it. We you did it. Yeah, we <laughs> made epic it. Cast, That's how too. hard it is to make movies. I mean, exactly. ten years. Yeah. So it started out as what's the title? It was oh, uh, uh, to, uh, well, originally it was called To Sandra Bullock. Yes, oh. that was the original title. Yeah, and uh, he tried to get Sandra Bullock to do it. Well, it, we we sent uh, yeah we we sent the script to her people and. The next thing we get back is a letter from like her attorneys with like ten different names on it, saying "Take her name off, don't do anything, we'll sue you if you do anything with this." Cease movie. and desist. Yeah, oh, this dear. whole this whole thing. So I just that's when we go. We might want to make these names fictitious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we made it into Hollywood and wine. Johnny and I and Jen came in to punch up the script, whatever, write it. So we wrote it and we shot that thing in Pittsburgh years ago. I can't remember. I don't know. Five six years ago, we shot that thing. And uh, we had, 2008, we shot 2008, and we shot that in Pittsburgh with uh, Norm Macdonald. We had Pam Anderson. Yeah, you had, we a, had quite a crew. Oh yeah, we had Chris Catan. We had Nikki Whalen. Yep. We've had we had um, Chaz Palminteri. Chaz Palminteri. Yeah. I'll tell you though that we had a really good cast. Uh, that yeah. was an amazing thing to. I just remember like watching him. We're like, we would like hit each other and go, "Dude, we wrote this." And like Chaz Palminteri's here, and he's like, and he's doing our lines, lines. He's yeah. even our though lines. he did say, "Yeah, what the fuck am I doing on this movie?" <laughs> <laughs> he, he pretty much, yeah, he pretty much did. Uh, uh, yeah, what did he say? He goes, "He's like, we, we I, did, were, we I were, did Bronx Tale. Now I'm doing this shitty." What was movie. the story he told you when we were shooting, and he was in the back of the Cadillac, and he had to, he said he had to duck down. He had the what? Remember he said he had to duck down behind the seat. He goes, Marty Scorsese yeah. just drove by me. I had to duck down behind <laughs> the seat. Duck down behind the seat. <laughs> Bad for his cred. Yeah, yeah. But we had no, we had a blast with him. I mean, just a super, super nice guy. And we learned a lot on that movie. Yeah. I mean, for all the we, we did have some difficulties on it, some creative difficulties on it. We won't get into too many specifics on that. You, you know, know, probably but that's with every movie. With every movie. Um, and uh, you know, but we lived four months in Pittsburgh, which was a lot of fun. 
That was fun. And, uh, we went to a lot of Pirates games. And him and I, you know, we worked really well together. We became a really great team because for a lot of it, it was, you know, us against them creatively kind of stuff. And, you know, it just gets a yeah. little frustrating because you sort of bring a project to all these people and they decide that after reading it and putting it together that they want to do it. And then when you finally get there and you start doing it, they start saying, well, maybe you want to, might want to do this, might want to do this. And it's like, yeah. you made the, you liked what we did. Just let us do our thing. Right. You know? Well, no, they actually were dicks about the whole thing. Yeah. They took and they recut it and did all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, they did. You know, and, and the thing The is, producers is, on that movie ruined it. Yeah, yeah, if we didn't have each other, we would have been just shoved yeah. to the side. I right. mean, we it, w- it was some battles. It was big But there, battles, were, uh, there were also yeah. some great things, too. Didn't you don't you throw out a first pitch at the Pirates game? I did, yeah. yeah that was fun. That's cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, you know how that happened, by the way? Huh. We're shooting in the middle of the movie, and Chris Kattan and Kevin get invited to do a pitcher-catcher first pitch at, right. and, 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 uh, <laughs> at the stadium, at Pirates Stadium. And... Uh, we weren't done shooting, but it was getting time, and they had to go. So he, as co-director, comes up to me, and he goes, listen, can you just finish this? Because i got to now go and throw out the first pitch. So they leave, and I have to now finish. <laughs> I didn't even get to see it. I had to stay Aww. and finish the filming the movie so you could throw out the first <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of my biggest fears about, like, if I ever got Well, that's the thing. We were co-directors, that. so, yeah. I mean, I could do that. If I ever got famous enough to, like, be asked to do that, <clears throat> I'd be so embarrassed. Why? I'm a bad thrower. Oh, do you mean to get it to the mound? A lot of people yes. can't get it to the mound. Yeah, no, you just throw I really it. Can't do- legs down. I'm. Like, I was catching. Down, Catan was okay, threw but... it. So okay, okay. I didn't have to throw it. Yeah, it is nerve wracking. A lot of people bounce it. And did he make boo. the pitch? Did he make the throw? Ah, he made Catan the throw. Did it? Yeah, for a little woman that he is. That's why I'm not aspiring to aim higher. You know, I just want to stay where I am. I don't want to be pressured to be asked to do those things. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's fun. I, I mean, it was fun. It was great to. Uh, do a pirates game i mean nobody was really in the stadium there was there wasn't really (laughs) there wasn't really that many people there (laughs) yeah yeah, i think they threw out the pitch at 3 30 and the game started at seven yeah (laughs) i mean there's probably 100 people in the (laughs) that's why i was like it's one of those things where i'm like yeah i guess i did do that yeah i mean it's just there was no one in the stands but the nice thing about we co-directed that and yeah i could go i could leave and live him to do the rest and then editing you could sit there and you know trade off the job directing is enormously difficult yeah it's enormous amount of work you know when you do it by yourself you know as he knows it's it's 24 7 it's fucking the worst job on set yeah because every single um i don't know that it plays to your personal strengths me yeah (laughs) no i mean i'm a good with the actors i love to i love to work with the actors but the, the sheer volume yeah. of work. Yeah. I mean, the volume or of and then, and then when you shoot, when you start shooting, well, everybody's at the monitor, everybody's watching, and then everybody's, and then everybody's a director. Uh, everybody's yeah. a everybody's director. got an opinion. I mean, that's why you've got to be the guys that are dicks about it, you know. They protect their, their project. And you have to sort of be a dick, too, which I'm not really great at. Yeah. Because you have to go, hey, get the fuck out of here. This is my thing. This is my thing. Yeah. And because everyone will try to creep what? in and... and Give you notes and fucking say this and say that. And you got to say, hey, shut up. Yeah. I'm serious. Shut up. I'm like a director. This last movie I And shot. you got to be a dick to people. And because people automatically naturally want to direct and they want to tell yeah. you what to do. Ew. It is. It's tough. And they, it, and they just naturally gravitate towards that. And they go, can I just make a note? Can I just tell you this? No. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no. the director. <laughs> ten years ago. Shut when up. I was, yeah. Ten years ago when I was a PA, I didn't give notes. 
So I didn't you're not notes. giving notes. Right. People just naturally do it. And if you're a nice guy, they go, oh, he won't mind. Yeah. yeah. So then you got to be a dick. And so they're afraid of you. Right. And then they're afraid to approach you. And then you go, well, that's the only fucking way I get the job done. Right. It's because that stops people from going, oh, let me just oh, – can I just talk to you about one thing, you know? Fuck off. Yeah. It's not your job. Get out of here. You this, know? Uh, this last and they just do it all the time on set. This know? last project that I just shot, uh, literally, I couldn't take it anymore. And finally, I just had to bring all these people over in a corner. And I go, look, <laughs> give me three takes <laughs> yeah. to do what I need to do. After the third take, if you've got a note, mm. okay, come yeah, and talk to me. Because me... I know the notes you're going like, yeah. to – everybody just calm down. Yeah. And, and I then just had to put the hammer down. you got to put the foot down. Well, then, the yeah, you do. You have to. And then otherwise, you'll be there all day. Yeah. With people giving suggestions. And so that's the toughest thing about being a director. And you always see these directors that are pretty much dicks. They're not yeah. dicks. They're just like, they're not going to listen to you. Right. You know, <laughs> because you have to say, most people will just bombard you with notes. And so that's why I didn't really like about directing. And also just like when you're a small film director with a small budget, you have to do the color correcting and the, um, as they say, the deliverables when we were talking about. That is so fucking hard. That is so fucking hard. These big directors, they don't have to worry about that. They just have other people doing yeah. that. Right. But to make a small film by yourself is extremely difficult yeah. and long hours, really long hours and tedious. And, yeah. <clears throat> and going through biggest, all the color of the whole thing. The yeah. biggest thing, though, and you've had this when you did your last movie, the, the Paranormal movie, and I did it on my last movie, is you deal with these producers that put everything together. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, and then once the movie's done, while you have to do all the deliverables and everything, they move on. They're like, oh, we're they're moving gone. on. They're, they're gone. gone. They're on to something yeah. else. They're, they're on to something else. And you go, wait a minute. We're, the right. movie's not done yet. And it goes, but they're like, no, we're done. Yeah. We're done. You can oh, go yeah. have fun with your movie. Deals are done. Go deliver. Right. Yeah. And there's, like, you're by yourself going, wait a minute. What? Hello, well, one, a little help here? That's the one thing I learned in Hollywood. When you make your first film, you go, everybody gets excited at the beginning when they get the money in. You get your script. You get your script polished. You go to a money guy. The money guy's like, I'll give you a million, a, a two million maybe. And you go, holy shit, people start yeah. getting excited because they're going to get a payday and they're going to get a credit. I'm a producer and I got a, a little bit of chunk of change in the, in the thing. They get really excited and it's exciting to be on set. Yeah. You know, so everybody's fired up for the first, you know, pre-production you know, and, then, and then shooting. But as soon as they yell cut, they have a big rap party or whatever, you know, and everybody's excited about that. And then silence. Everyone runs away. Everyone but the director and maybe the editor in the room is gone. All the ladies. They and you might have a little problem. Yeah, you might have a little problem with like, you know, some ADR issues or some, you know, bring some actors back for some sound issues or whatever like that. They can't be bothered. And you have a producer that's supposed to, you know, help you with the post-production, which is an enormous, enormous amount of work. And he's gone on to the next project, you know. So that's well, the, the weird thing. Yeah, the, the yeah. rap party for them. Yeah. <laughs> is, for us, it's just the wrap of the principal photography. For them, it's the wrap of the entire movie. Mm -hmm. right. so, like we're done. Great so job, for all everybody! You, uh, aspiring directors out there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you a, are, take if a you listen. Do, if you do, yeah. <laughs> There's things we've learned on this thing. If you do want to make your movie, and you approach a producer, there's a lot of douchebag producers out there that just call themselves producers. And they're the kind of producers that just get set fever. They get excited about being in front of hot chicks. And a location <laughs> and uh, doing all this kind of shit, 
they're going to disappear as soon as you cut on the final frame. And you need a producer that's going to be with you uh, throughout post-production, too. And that is important if you're going to make your own film because you're going to run into those guys all over the place. Well, good tips. Yep. Glad we good started. Tips. Uh, is that the, the, what's his name? The Talix Abruzzi? Something <laughs> along those lines? Talix Abruzzi. <laughs> we could name names about bad producers, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But, yeah, I just think that you've got to watch out for those guys that are just like, yeah, I'm a producer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a producer. So what are you doing now? Do uh, I just uh, uh, getting ready. I'm releasing a movie. I, I finished uh, last year. It's all done. It got picked up for distribution. It comes out February 4th. It's a romantic comedy starring Haley Duff, and it's called The Wedding Pact. Oh, cute. And uh, it'll be out on iTunes and VOD. It'll be in about 80 million homes starting February 4th for pay-per-view. Yeah, Excellent. and uh, yeah, I'm who's super, got the cast? In super this excited one. about it. It stars Haley Duff, uh, like a, a Haley mutual Duff. friend of ours, yep. Chris Soldevilla, yep. who plays uh, one of the leads. And then uh, there's uh, Leslie Easterbrook, who we also know is in it. There's uh, Police Angie Academy, Everhart, yeah, and, yeah, from all the Police Academy. Right. Yeah. Although most some people now remember her as Mother Firefly from all from, the Rob uh, Zom- from uh, the Devil's Rejects, right? Oh, the Rob Zombie movie, yes. right? Because uh, it was funny when 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 we she was in Hollywood and Wine, and I had I suggested her to play a part, and I. I said, you know, how about Leslie Easterbrook from Police Academy? One guy goes, whoa, 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 you mean Mother Firefly from the from the Devil's Rejects? And yeah. it was just that's when I just went, okay, I'm getting old. Yeah, this whole new generation now knows her from <laughs> something else. Uh, but Angie Everhart's in the movie, yep. and uh, Scott Michael Campbell's in the movie, and Kelly Perrine, who's also a great actor, yeah. comedian, is in the movie. He's good, and uh, I'm I'm extremely proud of it. I'm very excited about it, and uh, I think Haley's tremendous in it, and I think uh, people will really like it. It's it's sort of the plot is based on two best friends in college. The day before they graduate, that they make a pact with each other that if in ten years they're both not married, they'll marry each other. Right. And ten years later, Chris, who plays the the, the other friend, real, found out that she never got married. So he drives across country to find her, and uh, to fulfill that pact that they made with each other. Cute. Yeah. Cute movie. Very cute. Very cute movie. And uh, yeah, Haley does a really good job. I saw it. It was really good. And uh, I think it's on iTunes, right? Is it on iTunes? Yeah, you can pre-buy it on iTunes, but every, it'll be available for everything uh, February 4th. Just yeah. in time so, for Valentine's Day. Yes. I know. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Does Valentine's make a wedding pact? Ah. <laughs> I hated Valentine's Day in high school. I hate it still. Cause I, I hated it because I wanted to love it. Then, Did uh, you have the folders when you were little, and everybody in your class had to give you the little Valentine? Like yeah, they we would had go little across. Bags, yeah, the yeah, little bags. Yeah. Did you have that in I, Wisconsin? Yeah, we always had like those little candy hearts we'd <laughs> give out and everything like that. You sort of knew the girl that liked you if she gave you the candy heart. Nobody liked me. Nobody. No, I would give them out. You know, it was fun. Valentine's Day is just got a lot of pressure to it. You know, you're. I'm not good with all that shit. Did you have a crush when you were to. little in school? Do you I, remember? Um, well, I'll tell you my crush. <laughs> in fifth grade, I had a crush on my English teacher. Jesus. Oh. No, he was young. He was You cute. have sex with him? No, no. Would you have? No. Would I have? <laughs> if I had known what sex was, I don't think I even knew in fifth grade. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you my did. My mom listens to this show. She does. Bullshit. Thank God. Yeah, there was, there was uh, no <laughs> internet back then. <laughs> Or was there internet back then? No, but I, he had my heart because we did like a fifth grade. He had grade, my heart? Yeah, That's I'll gay. tell you what. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> because I was really into uh, Don't Worry, Be Happy. That was like oh, yeah. that song. It's like about. my sister. Oh, my God. I fucking love she that song. She used to sing that all around the house. Bobby McFerrin. I My sister would be like, that. don't worry, <laughs> be happy. And my brother Chris would go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
Here's a little song I wrote. Oh. And she'd be you like, Christopher, it. just don't worry. Be happy. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> so we had this like fifth grade camping trip and the teacher, it was like an all school thing or, you know, teachers and students. And then there was like a skit night at that night. And he was like singing a lot. He was like lip singing to that song in a sketch. And to me, he did the part. It got no girl to make you smile, <laughs> but don't worry. <laughs> and he, he did said that, that to me. Oh. And I was like, oh. oh, so in love. Ah. Yeah. Was that was probably, your English teacher? Yeah. Jesus. God, love then you were fifth so grade? Much. Yeah. Oh, he had yeah. just started. He was new. Honestly, he was probably like. How old are you in fifth grade? 11, 10, 11. Oh, so you had a little hair down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did you get the warm tinglies when he said that when he sang that line? Yeah. To you? <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh God. Yeah. And then I yeah, just been obsessed with that. Oh please. Well, fifth life. grade, Farley, you were probably in the bathroom for forty five minutes uh, a shot when you were home. No, I don't think I discovered it then. I'm, I'm not sure when <laughs> I discovered it. But I remember the day. But I don't know how old I was. Would you ever tell that other story? What other story? <laughs> oh, there's a lot of about how stories. you got that nickname. Fuck off. Oh, that one. <laughs> That's kind of a funny story. Hey, oh, God. This is, what? This what story? Is, oh. Have you told it before? Oh, Who's ever I, listening, you will thank me for him, me getting him to tell you this story. Yeah, I got, uh, I got busted when I was you know, discovering <laughs> masturbation. Sure. I got, I got busted bad. Like, I was... <laughs> I forget how old I was. But I, um, my friend had invited me to uh, Aspen, Colorado, <laughs> and, oh no! And his Herman's brother, his brother was old. <laughs> no, this is really bad. His <laughs> his brother, his brother was older and in a hockey um, camp. Okay. And then I was friends with his younger brother, and I was just tagging along with the family. Okay. You know. Uh-oh. So we drove out to Colorado, and we're <gasps> staying trip, a, and a family trip, and I'm like the guest. Yeah, yeah, I'm the guest, and just like okay, whatever. So. uh I'm sitting upstairs, and his older brother had a bunch of Playboys, right? Okay. And I'd never seen even a, play, a fucking Playboy before. Sure. I'd never even seen one. And so I, uh, they all go, hey, we got to go to the hockey camp. And um, so they all leave, and I'm stuck in the house with the Playboys by myself. So I open up the Playboy. I go into one of the rooms and just start whacking off. I just sure. start beating off. Like right on. I got the fucking Playboy up here, and I'm whacking off. And all of a sudden, I hear the fucking door downstairs open, and goddamn guy was so fast. He ran upstairs <laughs> saying he forgot his keys or some shit. I don't know. I can't remember. I had no time to pull up, pull up my pants. So my pants were down to my ankles, and I hid oh, behind no. the door. I hid behind the door, and I'm going, fuck, please, just don't come in the room. I got a Playboy and jizz all over me. Oh, no. And fucking... <laughs> and then I see him. It's quiet, and I'm sitting there hiding behind the door. And all of a sudden, I see his eyeball looking <laughs> in the crack, in the crack of the door. And he goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and he was the biggest bully, older brother, <laughs> hockey player, oh, kicked my fucking ass. You know, just this <sighs> badass guy going, "Oh my god!" Hey, everybody. <laughs> Goes downstairs and goes, you won't believe what I just fucking saw. Kevin's whacking off up there. I mean, whacking off. First 
first time I'd ever whacked off. Like, one of the first times. Like, holy shit. And then, I mean, there's only a couple times where I wanted to murder someone in my life. I literally wanted to kill him. I wanted to fucking kill him. And then I hear the dad who was a doctor. Dad goes, oh, well, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, they were all cool about it. And then I had to go down to fucking, I cleaned up going, my life is over. My fucking life is over. I cleaned up everything, went down to dinner that night. And everybody's like going, so? And the mom was like going, well, Kevin, are you tired? Are you tired? Yeah. And then the worst part about it, the worst part about it is I go to like, it's two or three weeks later and I'm thinking, oh shit, just please, nobody, just forget about the whole thing. Maybe they'll just forget about whatever happened. And then I went to this like high school party and I drove up. With my buddy at the to the party, and uh, I came in, and I wasn't driving. Somebody else was. I was too young, you know. Right. So you got your. So I walk up with like it. It's a kegger, you know. And I walk up, and all the older school. I can't even drink. I'm just like just there. You know how you're like there. Right. You're a freshman at a fucking high, you know, cool yeah. party, and this really hot chick. <gasps> these three really hot chicks come up to me, and they go, "Is it him? <laughs> Is oh. it him?" <laughs> And he goes, oh, my God, is this whack? Is this whack? And I go, whack? My name's Kevin. He goes, no, uh, everybody's calling you whack. They called me whack. No. I was whack. Oh, God. That is so terrible. Is that the worst ever? Whack. Oh, no. I was whack in high school for a long time. And I'm like, God, I wanted to. Kill I want to know what it was guy. like after you got caught when you had to finally zip up and walk downstairs for the first time. Oh, in <laughs> no so shit! Awful. I had to. Like I had to walk, oh yeah, I didn't come down for two hours, <laughs> and then finally I came down and I just go, "Can we just, you know, hey, look, can we just forget this?" And they go, "Yes." And the dad, the dad was getting because those two guys, my friends, were all laughing, and then the dad was like, "That's enough. Leave them alone. Come on now." <laughs> And then the dad would go, so you tired? <laughs> Nobody had any sympathy at all. None. Oh, that's a None. Man. Oh, fuck. Oh, man, oh. that's awesome. Well, we're going to hear more about that, the yeah. aftermath and the recovery of the whack <laughs> after this break. We'll be back. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Join in the intro on this one. On oh one. yeah, you're part of it. You look extra golden today. Uh, yes, I just got back from a trip to Aruba. Baller. Nice. And, How uh, did that happen? Uh, I'm telling you, that is just paradise on earth. I could stay. Nice. I keep trying to get him to come down and visit, but I think next year you might actually pull the trigger on that. I, I was gonna, but I had to do Vegas this yeah. weekend. Do you so. have a place there? My uh, well, here's the thing. It's like if I can get sentimental for a second. Okay. Uh, you know, my parents live on the East Coast. They live in Connecticut, and they're sort of getting up there a little bit. And 
So they go down. They have the timeshare down there, and they go down for four to five weeks every year. And oh, I finally just said, living in Los Angeles, I said, instead of coming home, I said, every year you guys go down, I'm going to come down and visit for a week. Yeah. And this was my third year, and I just I just love the place. I mean, it's just great, and, and uh, um, just had a blast. Did actually pretty well in the casinos this year. I was nice. pretty happy about that. I yeah. actually uh, – it was funny. <clears throat> I like to play the penny slots. Yeah. And uh, my dad was playing a machine in a casino, and I walk over, and I put uh, – a thing in and I hit max and uh, it comes up boom 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 and this volcano starts and everything going and I see 3000 so I yell over I go dad I go I just hit it for $30 and my dad gives me the thumbs up like good job all of a sudden the thing just kept going and going and going and going all of a sudden I looked down it wasn't pennies it was quarters nice I hit it for wow. 3000 quarters nice what that end up being I 700 can't do math. $750 nice wow, $30 very nice thank you so uh, that was the good news. The bad news is I just got back, and as I was taking out all the stuff and unloading all the stuff, I found a ticket to a casino for $120 that I didn't cash oh, in. Oh, no. And oh. It's, it's voided in 30 days. Well, you're not, yeah, yeah. Kiss that goodbye. And, and, well, I actually, it's funny. I called my dad, and I go, see if I could send this to you because they're there for an, until the 7th. So I'm like, see if I could send this to you. And he's like, great, $120 coming to me. I'll take it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so horrible. no, Aruba's just gorgeous, and I love it. And it reset, you know. After a while being here, you could sort of get a little. You sort of need to reset the the jets a little bit. And yeah, I'm refreshed know. and ready to go. And now I got this big push for the movie, which actually, uh, um, I'm actually after just getting back. Uh, Angie and I are heading to New York. Uh, Angie she, Everhart, every, Angie nice. Everhart, uh, and uh, she's going to be on Katie Couric. Uh, on February 3rd to Perfect. promote the wedding pact. So I'm actually going to be in Manhattan for the Super Bowl, which is unbelievable because cool. I said I would never go. It's just going to be a madhouse well, Where are you there. staying over there? That I'm not quite sure. I know we're staying downtown, so I yeah. won't be. <clears> it's hard to get, a, it's hard to get a room right yeah. now. So, All the rooms are booked. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just okay. going to be crazy there. It's going to uh, be nuts. I, I mean, New York Super Bowl, I, oh. I got to say. And I don't know what, degree, and it'll thinking. be two degrees. It's so cold there right now. It's well, like, right now they got that vortex going yeah. on right now, but hopefully that'll clear out by Sunday. But I think it will. But still going to be cold. It's, you, I think you're probably going to be in the twenties. You know, well. it may be freezing. Uh, did but. you guys watch? Did you guys watch uh, any of the championship games? When uh, the first game, we were able to watch up in the room, but they didn't have the TV station didn't have Fox in the room, so we had to go down to the bar and watch it. And we had to watch the San Fran Seattle game in Spanish. <laughs> That's kind of funny, <laughs> and that is an funny. interesting uh, way to yeah. hear them commentate. Uh, Do they yeah. call football games like they call like, yeah, oh yeah. soccer games? Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, I, 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 considering that I don't understand, be honest with you, I would just say. Hey, Turn that down. Turn <laughs> I know. Just really, yeah. can we do it's like goal Turn the caption? Like, uh, <laughs> right, can we do that? <laughs> hearing everything that they do in Spanish and hearing touchdown, you know, uh, that, kind of, uh. that kind of stuff. But uh, that was an interesting thing. Uh, but those, those games were great. I thought the, yeah. they were great. And I'm, uh, I'm, as a Steeler fan, I'm rooting for Denver. I hope Peyton Manning gets another Super Bowl. I do too, yeah. I don't know if I like uh, – I don't like Pete Carroll. I think he's a piece of shit. <laughs> well, don't hold back. Well, I mean, really. I mean, he, I think he's uh, – well, What he did to USC. What he did to USC, yeah, I just I'm, think – I'm kind of with you on that. I mean, come on. Guy's a fucking piece of shit. Two, so. two recent Badgers, little shout-out. Oh, yeah? We got Monte Ball. Yeah. The, He's uh, on Denver. Denver, and then, and we got then Russell Wilson. Well, that's right. Like I like Seattle for Russell Wilson. Yeah, but love I think boy. he's great. You know, but uh, I don't know. I just think they're a cheap team a little bit. I, the Sherman's a little bit of a loudmouth. I never played sports like that. 
you know, where I was a loudmouth about things. I, I see, I see why people do it to intimidate. You got to get an advantage anywhere you can. I don't really care. A lot of people don't care, yeah. you know, that he's a loudmouth or whatever. Uh, I just never played sports like that. I just yeah. never did it. I just thought, you know, leave good, it on the field. It's gonna be a good game. Yeah, it's it'll exciting. be a great game. I think Denver will f- probably win. Yeah, well, maybe. yeah. I mean, it's hard to think Russell Wilson's going to outplay that Peyton Manning. I don't think Russell Wilson's last couple games is he hasn't had really great games. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. It's going to be a good one, though. But New York's going to be crowded, expensive. The one thing I don't like is because I just got back from Sundance. When you have oh, these, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was, yeah. How was that? It was great. It was that great. That video but... was hilarious. What? <laughs> <laughs> the video you posted, I responded. I was like, how high are you right oh, now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a party. I mean, but the problem with it is it's a very small town filled with people that they can't hold everybody. Right. It's maximum, and beyond maximum. everything is gouged. These, these, these towns price gouge. Uh, New York's totally. going to price gouge the living shit out of people. Ugh. I mean, there's got to be some, some kind of a, a law, I guess, to pass. I always thought that price gouging was illegal, but they don't give a fuck. Have you bought anything in an airport recently? Yeah, well, all I'm saying is Sundance was ridiculous. Uh, to get a cab was, like, ridiculous. That Uber, you know, we did an Uber. To get into an Uber was 65 just to get into a car. What? Just wow. to get into the car. So they had Uber parks in Park City? and Yeah, they had Uber, wow. but just to get into the car was $65. Oh, my God. Shit. Now, parking was $50. And yeah, just to park your what car. What were you doing there? I was just there to pitch some. I got some movies that I've got to, that I wrote. One wrote one that I wrote, and I was just talking to some people about oh, it. Oh, cool! And I was visiting a friend. That's awesome. Yeah, and so we had a good time. Did you see any movies? Yeah, we saw one, but what pissed me off? We were like, "Here's another thing that pissed me off about Sundance is it's a giant party." But I like to see some of the movies. Yeah, one of, of them course. was brutal, called Blue Ruin. <laughs> Absolutely brutal and it's so violent that I, I have never gotten over it since. Oh. What's the plot? It's a long story. It's uh-huh. just revengeful. It's just revenge would be the only thing. Okay. So, like the other one, I was going to go see. Where they're at high schools all around the the the, the, yeah. uh, the city, and they have all kinds of like ushers working there. And we were late. We were like, but we were right at the credits. You know, right? The credits were still on. Like so okay, we're not that late. But they get really fucking mad if you're late. So it's so dark up there that there's guys with flashlights, but they wouldn't help us find a seat because we were late. And that's how much dicks they have like that. And I go, come on, man. And I couldn't find a spot. So I just left. I just left one of the movies. And they go, I go, you guys are, I go, we weren't that fucking late. And they go, yeah, you shouldn't show up late for the oh, movies. You shouldn't. Show. I go, oh, fuck oh, you. Please. please. Get over yourself. Get over yourselves. So that was a little bummer. I mean, it was just kind of like, so and then did you have the to go whole party. Then yeah, I just went oh, party. Rock and Riley's is over there. They have a <laughs> really? Rock and Riley. Yeah, really? they have oh, a Rock and Riley's awesome. over there. So we partied pretty hard. <laughs> I mean, you could find parties there everywhere, anytime, and free drinks all the time. You know, that's the good thing about it. It's just that parking and that taxis the price are tough. Would you, would and you the stay? hotels are really expensive. Yeah, you stay at a hotel? No, I was staying with a, this friend of mine. Uh, but it was fun. You know, it was just uh, great weather and fun. It was a blast. You know, a lot of people. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God. Park City is beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous. Great skiing. And there's a there's a hotel up there that I went up to called the Montage, which is just beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's just great. So it was fun. I had a good time. I had a really good time. Was I partied too hard. Huh? Your first time there? Yeah, first time. I always wanted to see it. Yeah, sure. You know? 
And, you know, I just wanted I, I can't get into any of the movies I do. They don't like comedies. We could never get a no, movie over there. No, I don't even try. No. They do not like comedies. Mm-hmm. The, the, the kinds of movies that are there are dark and real serious. And if they do accept a comedy, it's kind of like a dark comedy. Right. Yeah. Like Little Miss Sunshine. Time, yeah. 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 That kind of shit. So, I mean, I, don't know. I like Sundance, but it's not my crowd. It's kind of a more serious film crowd. Yeah. You know, so I was there and people were like going, what is this comedian doing here? Yeah, there's, not, there's not many comedians running around. We should you know? just, we, that's, that's our target audience there. We should just go and set up shop. We should do, do some comedy of, there. Yeah, they need it. That's totally. for sure. I did see Molly Shannon. She was promoting some film. But probably something she was serious in. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. But it was oh, fun. Well, it was fun. Cool. Wait, did we sidetrack you? You were talking about. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. We were going to go to New York. And oh, then... no, you started talking about <laughs> price gouging. Price gouging. But <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about. Uh, uh, we had a film, Matt and I. This is another lesson to all of you filmmakers out there. Uh, another lesson about choosing the right producer. Yes. Um, we had worked with this producer in this this uh, film that we wrote called Army Brats. And we wrote – it was really funny. And every time we pitched it, the we gave the script out, people loved it. And we read it a couple times, and it was, it really pounced off the, off the page. We were very happy with it. We were like, shit – Actually, this is a funny movie. Goofy, kind of funny movie. But it was. It was. If, really before good. you continue, it was one of those things where when we started writing it, we literally wrote the first draft in five days. Yeah, we were just we like we in just the cranked. zone. Yeah. it was just some zone week we were in where he would write for a little while, then go do something, and then I would sit in and write, and we just kept going every day. Boom, 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 boom. And and it the was next working. Day it was done. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Continue. So we give it to this producer. He's like, "I love it. I love it. I love it." And we start to. He starts to pitch it. And it's just getting nowhere. And then finally, as the months go by, it's not getting anywhere. And we realize he's because the two leads in the movie are two girls that accidentally join the army. Okay. And they're really hot chicks that join the army accidentally. Okay. It's like Private Benjamin meets, uh, I don't know, um, Romy and Michelle. Yes. Okay, kind of perfect. You know, it. It's kind of like that. So, like, every hot chick in Hollywood was trying to get this, these two parts, these yeah. two leads. And then we realized this fucking producer is just using it to get numbers and to get oh, laid. Oh, gross. Gross. Ew. Yeah. And so we get all these girls coming up to me going, hey, I went in on your movie and all this kind of shit. And I go, you did? I didn't even know he was doing all this. Oh, my and God. Then, I think I even heard yeah. a friend of mine say. I know. Yeah. Do you know Kevin Farley? Because I yeah. just went in on his movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It went on and on for years. Yeah. It went on and on for years. And the guy was just getting numbers of these chicks and calling them and trying to hit on them oh, using our gosh. script. Yeah. And they were calling me going, hey, do you know, I have a shot at this? I go, oh, wait, let me guess. You went in on Alex's thing. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. They're like, and, so they're, like, and they would go, and they would go, yeah, he told us they're fully funded and they're shooting. And we'd be yeah. like, that's news to us. He Weird. put it on the breakdowns. And he said, yeah, this, it, was he on the put, it was on the breakdowns. And he said it was fully funded film. Fully funded film, and he put yes, it on the breakdowns. And he did said. that like he did that probably ten times over, yeah. the, over the course of this like two years. This last one was only like a year and a half ago. Or I something. know it wasn't too many times. Yeah. Oh my god! And it was like a... fully funded film, 
like ew this place is so gross it's so it's it, that <laughs> was like even me i'm used to dealing with douchebags but i was like oh my god that's a level of douche baggery that i've never ever come across yeah, yeah we 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 don't deal with them anymore and we're we're fine with that but the one thing that is frustrating is it we we re- that's a good script and it's just too bad it's, that really it's probably never going to yeah. get made because they've just got it it's now so it's tainted dead. now it's now just now it's dead there's so many stds on it <laughs> so much sex so many, on the script. So many cold sores. Uh, <laughs> no wonder so why the pages were sticking. <laughs> They're actually like whole. Yeah. It's almost like cigarette yeah. burn holes yeah. with STDs. Oh. In the be- in the beginning, I would uh, I would go in and read with, read with these actresses, and uh, this one, some of these actresses would come in, and I would just be like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Like. Yeah, they were hot, but they just couldn't act worth a lick. And at the very end, to everyone, he would go, well, we're going to call you back and bring in. And (laughs) Every single one. Every single one of them. It didn't matter how bad they were. He would go, well, we're going to bring you back. (laughs) (laughs) To my lair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So why don't you meet me at... Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I was Why don't you meet me at Maribel and we'll go over the sides. And then finally I go up to him. I go, "Um, you're using my script to get laid. And you're just bringing these hot chicks in for a fake audition. And he goes, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you and suggest such a thing? And I go, Alex, you're an idiot. I had one, only one, like, that I know of that was, like, super pervy. Um, and uh, I think my ears just went out. But <laughs> um, and uh, oh, so he, like... I had this audition, and it was at, I should have known, Red Flags, it was at Park La Brea, which... Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. What floor on what floor? Well, he told me it was going to be in, like, the main Which is an apartment complex. Yes. Yeah. It's an apartment complex right in the middle of, of town. But Red flag was, number one. <laughs> I know. Terrible. I just... I was so the girl fresh off the boat. Yeah, sure. And he... Uh, anyway, then I ended... I don't know how it ended up. Like, something... Oh, the space that he was going to... The common space was used, and then... I actually like was in his apartment, and I even told my I would, my now husband I was like, "This is where I am." Like, oh boy! Like I feel like if you don't find me, this is where I am. <laughs> oh, Fucking like I was so I don't even know why I, I did. I should have just ah oh, those are those moments like yeah. I'm sure women have men have them too, but women in particular were just like, "What the fuck was I doing? Get out of there! Get the fuck what out! The fuck!" Yeah, I don't know why. But I think I even got what, that. Through what's my so manager. weird is like I don't, know, just, I don't understand. Like right, I don't understand like. This guy called in so many women, and they never got the radar up. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I was shocked at the amount of women that were like, "Um, this fucking is stupid. I'm out of here." Yeah, you know, this isn't a fucking audition. This is ridiculous. Good for them. If you have any kind of common sense, you would have known. You like, know, this is this is up. douchebaggery city. Well, when he's calling you, out. probably when he's calling you directly and not yeah. going through your agent, going through your Creepy. Facebook. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. No. Something like that. Going through your <laughs> Facebook. He did. By the way, uh, yeah. Real, real quickly, I'll just tell you uh, when I uh, when I was super 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 green, and we wrote this. Uh, I wrote this script years and years and years ago. And uh, a friend of my dad's knew a guy out here and set up a meeting for me to go meet him. He was, like, in the industry and stuff like that. So I get all ready, and I get the script, and I'm ready to go in and pitch it. And I sit down, and I meet the guy, and uh, we're just shooting the shit a little bit. And I'm like, all right, so I'm going to break the ice a little bit. So I said, so so uh, what, what, what exactly is it that you do for your company? And he goes, why? You don't think I'm good enough to read your script? 
Oh my Who God. said that? What? I like that. That's funny. I'm already insecure about yeah. his own thing. Why? Oh my God. You think I'm a piece of shit? Yeah. You think I'm, yeah. And yeah. I, 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 Why? Like What's my, the deal? This is like my first like meeting ever in this town. And that's what he says to me. Why? You don't think I'm good enough to read your script? Uh, no, no, no. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then, the whole time, and then he goes, and then he goes, so pitch it to me. Why should I read your script? Why should I read your script? Like, tell me, why should I? And I go, well, you know, it's a story about this and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, no, 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 no. You know why I'm reading your script? Because the guy who was a friend of the family, he asked me to read your script. That's why I'm going to read. Oh, God. Well, here's the thing. It's like, even as an actor, you got to go through... For an actor, there's sort of barriers to entry into acting in the sense that to get into the union, you got to get a couple jobs before you get into the union. So at least you have you you know that to get a SAG card, eh, you got to be somewhat good. You know what I mean? You got to be somewhat good. There's a little bit of a barrier to entry there. Yeah, there's some in order in order to get into the union, you got to have two jobs, and then you're Taft Hartley, and then you're into the union, and then you're off and running. But for producers and for you know. Anything else, really. There's no barrier. You can just call yourself a fucking producer. Wake up one day and go, I'm a producer. That's it. <laughs> Look at me. I'm going to make a sign, put it outside my door, it's almost and like you call can... myself a producer. <laughs> you got to give that guy credit, though. I can't believe he even like got away. I mean, it just you... Maybe it's just because I got older, but you feel like that's a tale of something that happened like in the past. You know, like, oh, you can't believe know. he's like really doing. I'm sure people are doing but, it all like, the time. But like anybody can be a producer. You don't oh. have to. You just have to call yourself that. So it's like you got to be careful as hell about these people out there. Yeah. There are girls you meet when they first. You know, you you meet them and you you, you just have a sense like okay, they just got here. And then I, I worked with this girl years ago and I was like okay if there's a story about a girl that ends up in a ditch after going to some Hollywood party like that's this girl like you know they just like <laughs> they just come and they just are oh, they've I know. been stripped of any sense of awareness or like that's yeah. the thing and right, it's so yeah. scary because you're just like girl don't you're gonna go. get into trouble she'd be like oh I'm going out with these guys be like no you're no. <laughs> don't don't do that don't do that that is a bad idea yeah no they're friends no it, I always love these uh, girls that get on Instagram and they're like going I'm in Aruba, you know, and they're uh, yeah. all on a private jet, yeah. and they're like going, I'm in uh, Cabo, and you know, <laughs> like the week before they were going, I can't pay rent. <laughs> yeah. And now they're in a foreign right. country. And then they're Instagramming, yeah. Instagramming that they're on a private jet in Cabo. Uh, and I go, are you bait. fucking kidding? <laughs> Last week you told me you couldn't make rent, and now you're in Aruba, and you're expecting me to think. You're, you just, you know, you're paying for this and that you wanted to take a nice little vacation to Cabo, you know, and you're like, I just want to, I just want to get out of LA. <laughs> I know terrible You know, you're like, are you fucking kidding? How come these girls don't, don't, why do they post that on, on Instagram that they're on a private jet going and we know, I know, everybody knows they don't got the money for that. Uh, and so something's going on yeah. and they go. And then you it's ask not like that. No, no, well, no. It's they sit not there like going, that. He's, he's just a, friend. a friend. Yeah, he's just a friend. He's just a friend. I wish it weren't true, but there really are. It's almost, I know. How you really do decisions. wish it wasn't true. I wish it wasn't true. I mean, oh, consider yeah. how many bad decisions are made yeah. and how terrible we think humanity is. It's almost amazing that more shit doesn't happen. Well, it, it, it's amazing that these kind of conversations go on all the time. And you're sitting around, so what'd you do last week? I went to Cabo. <laughs> and then you're sitting there, a million questions come in your head. And you can't ask them because that's telling her she's a whore. Right. So you sit there and go, oh, 
fun. How fun. Oh, who did you go with? Who did you go with? Oh, this sheikh from uh, Abu Dhabi. He's a really good friend. Did you guys go ziplining? And there's so many of those conversations that go on in L.A. that you're like, wait, I have a thousand questions. (laughs) I have a thousand questions. I wish you could do that to people. Just be like. Wait. Hey, you just bought a house? I'm sorry. How did oh. you buy a house? <laughs> oh, no. Who died? Right. Tell me right now right. who died. But, I wish I mean, you just had to like wear no it on shit. your head. Be like, right. Grandma died. Grandma got <laughs> money. Bought a house. <laughs> like, thank you. Thank you so much. But the weirdest part about living in this thing is like that shit will happen. Like, just bought a house. Got a new, got a new Lamborghini. And, and you sit there and you go, wait. I've got a thousand questions, <laughs> but if you, <laughs> but you're right. If you could, if you could read how she bought the, she was obligated to give you a readout on how yes. she bought the Lamborghini and how she went to Cabo Let's just be and how she paid for all of that. It's all a ruse anyway. Right. And it's so, all just fake. So, just- so that's why conversations to me are boring in LA because I can't ask my a thousand questions. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I mean? You I have to just go because if I ask my thousand questions, it's going to come up whore. Ding, 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 ding. Right. Well, whore. And nobody wants and to go ding, 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 whore. Yeah. Right. And I'm a dick. Yeah, you're the dick. I'm a dick for asking the questions right. and making her say she's a whore. Right. Oh. Right. I know. No, it's terrible. But it's like going, wait a minute. So now we're just in a conversation that's going nowhere. We both know we're lying. Yeah. Right. And it's boring. Yeah. Because I can't do anything about it. I'm like going, wait, okay, this is boring. And I got to go, fun. How was the weather? Right. Was it cool? (laughs) And you stayed at the Ritz? I bet the Ritz is nice. Now, wait, do they have a pool and a spa? Did you get a spa? Cool. Great. Thousand questions. Can't answer them. You know, a thousand questions. Huh? Just gets worse. It just gets worse. And you can't ask these questions. Well, one question we can ask is, tell us what's next for you. Um, so we have the DVD or the uh, movie coming out. Wait, the movie coming February out February 4th. 4th on DVD and pay-per-view? Where the Wedding Pact. We... Wedding Pact. Wedding Pact. Sounds and great. Uh, I just finished shooting a spec TV pilot starring Angie Everhart called Model Citizen. Nice. And uh, we're in I was production in that. on that. And Kevin oh, actually yeah, played that's... a part on that. Yeah, oh, he was very that's funny, by the really way. Cool. Yeah, they very cool. Yeah. My line was... Uh, Sounds great. What was my line? Oh, on? you go... Uh, Oh, you hit on Angie in a bar. I hit on Angie ever hurt in a bar. Nice. And uh, he says, uh, she goes, uh, what is it? Wait, wait, what's the, I wrote the thing, and I can't remember the line know, right now, but she's something about magic. I go, hey, and, you know what's magic? Me and you in my place. And, and no, he goes, no, he goes, I know it'll be good. You, me, my place, and a night of magic. And she right. goes, uh, ooh, I like magic because she's depressed and a little drunk. And then he get, puts his arms on his shoulder, and it goes, great. <laughs> Want to see me pull a rabbit out of my pants? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then she rejects me, and I go, "What a bitch!" Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nothing like wanting to bone a rabbit. So I'm working on that right now, and uh, yeah, you just got back from Vegas. How was that? How was Vegas? Wonderful. Venetian Spade. Great shows. Dave did a good job. We did two shows: one Friday, one Saturday, and great. And we found a new uh, bar called Rock and Roll, something or other. They have beer pong in the bar. Oh, no kidding. Fun. And I judged a uh, like a, a riot, bull riding in my in my Instagram. You'll see I got on the mechanical bull. Oh, we got to tweet that. Yeah, <laughs> in my Instagram, you can see it. I got on the mechanical bull and fell off. Nice, wickedly. So well, I was hoping we were going to hear from Johnny today, but I uh, know he's homesick with no. baby. 
well, thank you, everybody. Thanks so much to all people. Yeah, thank you for having me, by the way. This is great. Thanks. Our intern, Glenn. Thank you, guys. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you. You can always find us at Facebook and Twitter, Farley Bros Radio. Thanks so much. Later days. Bye-bye.